We all need a shot of encouragement to keep us going. A new beginning with Greg Laurie is sure to help in your journey of faith. Hear it twice daily. Details at vision.org.au. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, as you know, in Australia, we don't have legislation for same-sex marriage. Uh, Marriage is between a man and a woman. But our friends across the Tasman have a different story where the government there has legislated for same-sex marriage. Bob McCoskery is the National Director of Family First. That's something of an equivalent to our Australian Christian lobby here in Australia. And Bob is joining us to talk about what's happened in New Zealand. Hello, Bob. Welcome back to 2020. Hi there. Good to be on the program. Bob, since the legislation for same-sex marriage in New Zealand, there's been a whole bunch of ramifications that couldn't have been foreseen. What sort of things have you noticed? Well, I guess one of the interesting things on the uh, more humorous side is that our numbers of um, same-sex marriages have been um, boosted by Australians coming over to get married. I'm not quite sure if it's the nice tourism that's available here. Um, It sort of begs the question, what's the point, especially when you take into account that the uh, what happens over here isn't recognised in Australia. So uh, maybe it's the um, just the you know the the symbolism of it. But uh, there has been um, approximately just over 300, I think, um, same-sex weddings in the first five months since it's been available. But uh, as I say, a large proportion, about a third of them, are Australians coming over. Apart from that, there hasn't been um, a huge amount of action in terms of uh, what we've seen in the United States and in the UK uh, for example, bakers, um, you know, uh, being asked to bake a same-sex wedding cake or churches, um, you know, being sued for not uh, allowing a same-sex wedding in the church or a photographer, for example. So we haven't seen any of those examples happen yet, although we wonder just how long it'll be before that one of those does arise. Bob, you were a part of the battle to keep marriage between one man and one woman and uh, you could say that that battle is lost in New Zealand and there is now same-sex marriage. Mm. Uh, You're continuing, though, to draw attention to the marriage issue and, in fact, you've taken the step of resigning your licence to be a wedding celebrant. Explain that for us. Yeah, well, maybe just two quick points on that actually and that is that we haven't given up um in fact i've there was a very good article in the public discourse which i've posted on our website familyfirst.org.nz and it's entitled why fight for marriage and it talks about the pro-life movement how in the 70s was far worse than the marriage causes now uh and you know politicians were told back in 1970 that you know, things were evolving and they were anti-woman and, and pro-lifers were being caught on histories, the wrong side of history, which I'm sure you've heard that argument uh, in Australia. Of course, now we know that um, the United States is becoming increasingly pro-life to the point where they are in the majority, um, you know, 40 years down the track since Roe v. Wade. So we haven't given up. Um, you know, we may have to hang in there for a while, but marriage is too important to uh, step back from. Uh, in response to the other question, yeah, I was a state-appointed marriage celebrant, which means that I could marry couples. 
uh, I resigned from that role because I felt, in, according to my conscience, I wasn't willing to be an agent of the state to to marry couples uh, when I completely disagreed with the definition that the state had put up and, and with the way that they had tampered with such a fundamental institution. Does that mean that I can't marry couples? No, I'll continue to marry couples when I'm asked. It just means that, well, it means two things. Uh, one is that um, the couple doesn't have to figure out an item to do when you sign the register because uh, that's a state function and they can do that before or after the service or any time they want. Uh, and the other thing is that rather than saying, you know, by the power invested in me by the state, I now declare you husband and wife, I'll just say with God's blessing, I declare you husband and wife, let no one separate what God has joined together or something to that effect. So um, marriage will still carry on. I'll continue promoting it and I'll continue marrying couples. But it does mean that I'm no longer an agent of the state uh, because their definition of marriage is completely contrary to uh, my definition of marriage. So, Bob, are you leading the way? Are there other uh, Christian marriage celebrants who are also resigning uh, that uh, that capacity to be able to uh, marry people uh, officially, or are you uh, or are you on your own? Well, I wondered if I uh, one was leading the way and two would be on my own. I have been amazed both by the positive feedback which we've been swamped with, but also I've been contacted by a number of celebrants and also ministers who. Um, took the action, some of them took it the night that the law was passed. Um, so I'm well behind the the, the game um, compared to some of them. Others have contacted me and said, look, we really didn't understand how we could deal with the situation because we weren't happy with the position we're in. Uh, and so we've sort of offered up another way of doing it. And, and I guess the way that I would approach a, a wedding ceremony now is similar to the European concept um, and even other cultures where the the church blessing, the church marriage, was a separate function to the state recognition. Um, and so I guess, you know, when the state completely misdefines something, um, then it's important that we retain the truth related to the issue. Bob, when you think of the church in New Zealand, across all of those different denominations, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of people involved in that, uh, what sort of uh, ways has the church responded since the legalising of same-sex marriage? Have they uh, have they begun to uh, campaign together, or are they running uh, different uh, focuses on on marriage between a man and a woman? What sort of actions has the church taken since that time? Um, that's a very good question. Um, hard to tell. It's it's fairly new, and I think people are still judging by the response to my actions. I think people are still really thinking through. How do we respond to this? Uh, it's also an election year, uh, and I, I, um, so I wonder whether how much how much of the debate is going to be around the issue in the lead up to the election. Although I do, I go back to your original comment that it's 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 happened, and um, and you know, do we move on? I think people may be still in that mindset, and I want to challenge that mindset and say, look, the pro-life cause did not. Um, pack up and go away. They kept fighting. They, they've they had to fight for 40 years. They're seeing the fruit of their labour now. And I think for those of us who who love marriage and understand the, the importance and the covenant of marriage, we didn't give up. 
Well, it's certainly one of those things uh, when people say, well, you know, the biggest challenge we face is climate change. And uh, I've heard (laughs) others say uh, culture change is the biggest challenge. And as you say, though, Bob, uh, culture may change, but it may only be for a season. And the pendulum can swing the other way and culture can return to a definition of marriage that is guided by a biblical definition. And uh, and I know you're there right in the front and centre of the battle in New Zealand uh, to bring that focus on marriage as between one man and one woman. Bob McCoskery is the New Zealand Family First National Director. And Bob, thanks for your time today and uh, for sharing your heartbeat with us here on 2020. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.